This is a Founding Media podcast. Welcome to the Apple a Day Doc Talk podcast, a show that combines concepts of fitness with medicine to focus on primary prevention and disease management. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Randine. This week, we are starting our series around postural abnormalities. I sat down to talk with physical therapist Eric Finger to discuss what these abnormalities look like, what can be done to prevent them, and what do you do when you have them. Up first, we are digging into upper cross syndrome. We have here today Eric Finger. He's a physical therapist and he um, has started a company. He's an entrepreneur. It's called Move Empower Concierge PT. We're going to be talking about upper cross syndrome today. How are you doing, Eric? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming. I I, I just wanted to tell uh, the audience here a little bit about you. Uh, Eric's actually a Midwesterner, began his formal his uh, education at the University of Kansas. He was a member of the varsity swim team and earned a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Science. He then completed his graduate training at Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center in 2002. And after that, after he graduated, he went to pursue a pretty significant postgraduate continuing education regimen. He became an APTA, board-certified orthopedic specialist, and a fellow of the American Academy of Orthopedic Manual Physical Therapy. This is really cool because it's a distinction that less than 10% of physical therapists in the in the entire United States have attained. So he's the perfect guest to talk <laughs> about some of these postural issues yes. that we want you to be um, aware of. We want you to be able to recognize. We want you to be able to avoid certain things because, as you know, guys, I'm an internal medicine doc in my First and foremost goal for you is safety. I want you guys to stay, to stay safe. And that'll always be the theme of um, the way that I'm uh, going to approach education here. So, Eric, let's start right mm-hmm. at the top and just talk about what it is. What is upper cross syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper cross syndrome is a situation where folks adopt a dysfunctional posture. It's simply kind of an imbalance between the, the muscles in the front of the body, the chest or in the, or in the neck, uh, and the muscles in the, in the back, the mid-back and uh, of the neck. So uh, usually these guys in a healthy spine are in, in nice and in symmetry, and what you get is an asymmetry going on, right. and one side takes over and problems start. <laughs> right. You get that that forward-looking head, the shoulders are kind of rounded towards the anterior of the front. And um, because of this, because of this postural abnormality you mentioned, what are some of the typical sin- sy- the symptoms that you see with right, upper cross right, syndrome? Right. So as you mentioned, you're getting yeah. you're, as that head starts to pooch forward, mm-hmm. um, the, what we notice on the back is there's shortening in those muscles, and those muscles connect to the bottom of the head. And that's typically where you're going to find a lot of folks suffering with headaches. And these yeah. headaches kind of start at the back of the head and can come all the way over into the front. Mm-hmm. Jaw pain is very can can happen uh, is very common, and uh, with those headaches, um, and then also most obviously would be the just uh, lower neck pain and mm-hmm. and kind of spasming or trigger what we call trigger points burning pain in the mid back muscles so um, uh, it's not fun and right. uh, the the percentage of people who i see with this is mm-hmm. is quite high and is um, and it ex- 
particularly you see it a lot with folks who are, are sitting the majority of the day. Yeah, I actually work out with Eric. We we go to the same gym um, quite often, and you actually see this quite a bit. It's, oh, yeah. it's very, very yeah. common. And one of the main points I wanted to get across today is this is a very common cause of neck pain. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I think yeah. you, and you're exactly right. You see it at the gym. Mm-hmm. And typically at the gym, we see fit people. Right. So right. I think I, you, I need to take that back. It's not just sedentary folks mm-hmm. we see this. We see this with our athletes as well. Anyone yeah. who's like swimmers, yeah. for instance, anyone yeah. who's doing a lot of who's the, the exercise is really dominated in the front, power lifters. And, right. Um, like bench pressing, things exactly. like that where you're pushing out in front of exactly. yourself, right? So yeah. it's not just something for, you know, the sedentary yeah. folks. You see this in, in folks who are fairly fit as well. Right. And um, you mentioned, you know, jaw pain, headaches is, a, is a, one of the common symptoms of having upper cross syndrome problems. And you can even have problems with biceps tendonitis, the tendon of the biceps, just because of the way that your shoulders are Most rotated. definitely, yeah. Right. So with that, that postural uh, malalignment, we're going to see uh, the shoulder, the, the shoulder where, where it's sitting is, is, is not going to be in the, in the right position. Mm-hmm. It can start uh, putting pressure on some of the sensitive tissues where it sits and can, can like you said, kind of light up the, uh, a lot of the structures in there. As you mentioned, the biceps tendon, right. um, parts of the rotator cuff. Rotator cuff are kind of the four muscles that help kind of keep the shoulder where it needs to sit. Um, bursus, bursitis, mm-hmm. all those mm-hmm. kind of keywords we think of when we think of shoulder pain. Right. So like you said, rotator cuff impingement is mm-hmm. another problem where if you are ever diagnosed with that, it's really important to look at your posture and see Most if it's like correctable. The, the actual root cause is probably this. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the majority of the folks who I'm seeing um, are going to have a postural component for sure with, mm-hmm. a, with a shoulder impingement. It's, 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 yeah, it's very likely. Right. So just wanted to sum up there. If you have this, it's, you know, not just a postural aesthetic type thing. You know, you can get headaches, you can get biceps, tendonitis, rotator cuff impingement. If you're ever diagnosed with these or think you might have them, then we just want you to be aware that this is an, a, a thing that you can work on. Most definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how do you work on this? How long does it take to try to get someone to start to well, yeah. build the right muscles in the right places yeah, and that's, straighten that's, up? That's a good question. So I it's a lot of it's dependent on um, part of it is, is getting in and and uh, I think number one getting checked out either going mm-hmm. in um, and seeing your your physician. Um, my bias, of course, is going to be seeing a physical therapist because that's right. that's right. essentially what we do. We're kind Absolutely. of musculoskeletal specialists and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is is it's a two part thing. It's it's getting in, having an assessment done, getting on a an exercise program, but also there's some behavior changes too. Mm-hmm. Making sure you know, like uh, folks who are sitting all day, that their desk is set up appropriately. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. adjusting what your work environment to you instead of you adjusting to your work environment. I think that's quite huge because uh, a lot of these things can be uh, alleviated by even simply making sure your monitor's high enough, uh, right. making sure your, your your chair is appropriate for you and such. Um, a lot of So if you can g- start some exercises, make some changes, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see some, uh, I think, some relief pretty darn quick. Excellent, excellent. And um, who are typically the types of patients that you get that suffer from this syndrome? Who's likely to get it? Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of folks, being in Austin, Texas, yeah. in the tech yeah. <laughs> tech yeah. central, I see a ton of folks who are uh, the tech folk who are sitting at a desk, maybe sitting in a laptop, right. uh, yeah. creatives, uh, anyone who's 
whose activities are biased to in front of their body, right? Because that's what gets us mm-hmm. in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you're doing, if you're sitting, uh, I just saw a stat the other day. The average American's now sitting seven point seven hours per day. Wow. I'm like that's quite a bit. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got to uh, 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 we've got to. If you have a job where you are sitting a lot, you've got to mm-hmm. make sure that you're you know you're adding, making sure you're adding fitness and the appropriate exercises to kind of combat the rigors of you know extended periods of sitting. Absolutely, absolutely. And what type of activities do you find that, you know, when you when your patients come to you, is there anything besides, you know, like typing on a keyboard, looking at a computer screen, basically hunched over like that? Any other activities that you find promote this or set them up for it? Sure. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to where we were talking about the folks at the gym and such. So maybe okay. our um, uh, folks who are working out or athletes who... Uh, tend to dominate one side, training mm-hmm. one side of right. the body and right. not the other. We mm-hmm. talked at the beginning that this issue is kind of an asymmetry issue, right? And we've got to, uh, <clears throat> and that comes to maybe training one side more than the other. Mm-hmm. For instance, mm-hmm. someone doing a chest press maybe mm-hmm. two, you know, several times a week and, right. and not counterbalancing that with training the the mid-back and postural muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's th- Those are folks who I see who maybe aren't getting enough balance in their um, exercise regimen. Absolutely. So, and, and that's really common. That's that's a pretty, you know, common thing to see, especially amongst people who are just starting out in the gym. Sure. They're doing a lot of movements that they're pushing out in front of them, whether mm-hmm. it be cables or push-ups or chest presses or, you know, they, there isn't, there's more of that than there is um, rear delt exercises or, right. you know, back flies and things like that. <laughs> right. Training the pretty muscles yeah, too much exactly. instead of hitting the, the stabilizers. So, uh, no, you're exactly right. So adding that that balance is so key and it'll set mm-hmm. you up. Number one, it's going to set you up not only feeling better, but just your, your, your performance is going to be better too. The body is only going to perform when it's simply in balance. So right. Uh, right. posture isn't just more, it's not just aesthetics, it's right. actually performance as well. And, and when... These a lot of these the fitness crowd now mm-hmm. the the patients that you take care of when they go to the gym and they want to train and they want to train hard and go for that aesthetic look that you're talking about the nice anterior shoulders and mm-hmm. the chest and what do you do you tell them about any particular exercises that they should avoid in the gym or any particular movements that they should stay away from or yeah you know the folks who are suffering with upper cross syndrome typically have that pain in the front of the shoulder mm-hmm. and particularly sometimes with exercises that are overhead mm-hmm. or, um, or out in front of the body. So if that's the case, that's kind of a telltelling sign to back off there and, uh, uh, work on exercises more on the, on the, that are placing you that train the, the back muscles, but also it's probably a good time to maybe seek advice from a healthcare professional too, to kind of make sure that you're not going to aggravate. Cause if you continually, Kind of uh, uh, activating or aggravating those the, the tissues in front, mm-hmm. it, it can yeah, it can it can set you back. Right, and, and can you talk a little bit about why you'd want to avoid like straight up overhead exercises, like maybe shoulder presses, for example, with dumbbells? Mm-hmm. Why why that would be problematic? Well, the 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 dumbbell that overhead press that you mm-hmm. speak of. Mm-hmm. Um, to someone who, uh, with this upper cross syndrome, who's who's having sensitivity to um, overhead movements or, or 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 movements out in front of the body, this can um, 
kind of close down the breathing mm-hmm. space. We'll say the, the room in the shoulder, if you will. Yeah. So if you've got, you know, poor, poor positioning of the joint, um, you got to remember that you've got tissues that are in between those two bones in there mm-hmm. and, and that plays into that impingement and that overhead press can really close down and start uh, pinching on some of those sensitive tissues and such. It, um, right. And, and there's, when you have this um, abnormal anatomy, you do have decreased shoulder rotation. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you, you're not really externally rotating as you should in order to free up that space you're talking about to do that. Sure, perhaps. sure. Yeah, your un- mechanics. Until you yeah, have yeah. done some therapy. Exactly. You're right. Your, yeah. your, your mechanics are a little off. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the tissues are going to be strained or asked to do more than they, they need to. Mm-hmm. And then you do that enough and you, uh, you know, you poke the bear enough, it'll start right. talking to you. <laughs> you yeah. get that rotator cuff impingement. Exactly. Thoracic outlet syndrome. Sure. Is sure. Uh, yeah. Problem that you can have with this. Yeah. And, um, if, let's say, you know, someone did something as simple as look in the mirror or saw a picture and they saw their, you know, head pushed forward, shoulders, kind of shrug shoulders forward, yeah. and they thought they might have this, you know, who, where do they go? Who do they reach out to? Who do they consult with? What, what, what sure. do you recommend? Sure, sure, sure. I think that if you're, if you're seeing that in the mirror, someone, mm-hmm. a lot of folks always tell me, oh, someone, so, you know, my husband <laughs> or my wife, your partner, whoever <laughs> is telling you, you know, gosh, your head's really back forward or you're really yeah. rounded. Those, those folks, I'd say, you know, if you're having shoulder pain, if you have, if you're having, you know, someone's brought this to your awareness and you're having shoulder pain, I think it's a good idea to, to reach out to your, your, your family doctor to start with. Um, and then also, um, even consult with a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. again, I mean, that's my bias mm-hmm. just because this, that's exactly what we, we look at all, our, all darn days. That, that's a really good point, Eric. You mm-hmm. know, we, in the internal medicine family practitioners, we're, we're going to diagnose it, right? We're going to recognize the abnormal posture and the abnormal anatomy, but there's no way we can continually strengthen those muscles, put them through a rigorous regimen to, to slowly correct that. Right. The physical therapist is yeah. key. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, I think starting either of those directions is a good place to do it. And it's, and even just from a, from a physical therapist, from a consultation point of view, that's kind of where I start is kind of find out what's going on Yeah, and yeah. Uh, find out if, you know, uh, is, as a physical therapist, are we the right person for you at that time? And if not, directing you to who that would be. Right, yeah. right. And and just want to say too, I, I work with Eric and uh, we take care of mutual patients and he's actually a mobile physical therapist, which is really cool because right. he, he'll go to your house, he'll go to your work, go he'll to your go business, yeah. yeah, wherever you want yeah. and um, limits your travel, just makes your... Uh, your barrier to care a little bit lower, right? You're yeah. less likely to cancel an appointment because you don't want to go drive somewhere and yeah. spend a couple hours of your day doing that. Yeah. But um, just want to say again too, Eric is an uh, entrepreneur. He has started a company called Move Empower Concierge PT. And I just want to thank you again. Thank you so much for oh, talking about this. such an important topic. It is. It, it is. needs more awareness. Yeah, my pleasure. It, rather than just yelling at someone to stand up straight, <laughs> right. right, and pull your shoulders exactly. back. Pull your There's shoulders much back. more work that goes into yeah. it. But um, I'd like to thank Founding Media for host this, hosting us, and thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate your time. If you would like to learn more about Eric and his services, we've put a link in the show notes. The Apple A Day Doc Talk podcast team includes me, Dr. Randine, producer Mariah Gossett, and audio engineer Jake Wallace. Thank you to everyone at Founding Media for your support. 
The Apple a Day Doc Talk is available wherever you get your podcasts, so maybe share it with a friend or a loved one this week. We would appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at ramdeenmd, spelled R-A-M-D-E-E-N-M-D, or check out the link to my YouTube channel and website in the show notes. Thanks for listening.